Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. The Volume. NFL fans, it's time to unwrap nonstop football action. This holiday season, throw down on the big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook now with code JOHN, J-O-H-N. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code JOHN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-78-977. Seven or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and, and responsible gaming resources. <laughs> Back at it again with maybe the hottest guy on the gambling trail. Nailed the Lions, nailed the Bears, and the Bills, which I pushed back on. Probably might have been the easiest game of the weekend. Uh, Absolute ass-kicking of the Cowboys. You can find them Action Network. You can find them Big Bets on Campus. You can just find them winning bets, because that's what Stucky does. Stucky, what's up, bro? What's going on, brother? Yeah, uh, it was a good weekend, but the problem is... The way the results broke, it led to me having to bet on Easton Stick, which we'll get to. So, yeah, we, you know, uh, I, I think one thing that's come to fruition, and you had been saying this for a while, the Eagles were on this slippery slope. I mean, they they escaped so many games, 
Then they played two good teams, and they got their ass kicked. And while statistically, I mean, I, I guess they had the advantage in that Seattle game, the majority of it, they, they definitely just look off. And their defense, like to me, I, I don't view them currently as a Super Bowl contender the way they're playing. No, uh, there's a lot of things wrong with the Eagles right now. I mean, just look and look. Yeah, I mean, the, Seattle got kind of lucky late, but it it was, you know, they were playing their they were playing Drew Locke and they had some other guys out and it kind of just summed up the Eagles season. The offense couldn't put it all together. And then their secondary got absolutely cooked, James Bradbury in particular. And, you know, their their secondary right now is a bottom 10 group. It's bad. They're not getting pressure. Uh, they can't they can't stop anyone. I think Bradbury and Slay, they've really dropped off. They're both over 30, try to play a lot of man, just ha- have lost a step. It's like a back. And then their offense team, de- defensive started to play them differently, throwing more zone out there. And Hurts just, uh, you know, he ha- also hasn't been 100% healthy. But I think they also look at what the Shane Steichen's doing with the Colts. Um, I think Jonathan Gannon was a really underrated defensive coordinator. So I think they missed both coordinators as well. And, you know, whenever you think that you're a Super Bowl contender, you're, and it's week 15 and you're having your quarterback fall down in practice because he's fumbling it too much. You're, you're making your Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator. Uh, those are all huge red flags. So yeah, it's the, the NFC now it's, it's now look, it's a, one football game played with an oblong ball with injuries. Um, yeah. you know, We've so seen in the NCAA tournament our entire life. Weird yeah. shit in a one-game situation can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. The, the Niners almost lost the Cowboys last year. The Cowboys gave them everything they could handle. Yep. Um, and, you know, who, who knows? You saw what happened in the, with the 49ers in Philly last year. Christian McCaffrey's playing quarterbacks. So you never know what can happen in one game. But as of right now, I think with the 49ers, it doesn't look like they're going to have to go to Dallas where Dallas is just a different team this year. They are clearly the favorite in the NFC. They won't have to go to, you know, even Detroit at home is a different team. So the, the Niners, where it looks like they're going to get the one seed, having home field throughout with that valuable buy. Uh, I know it's not locked up yet, but um, they should get it with, tie, with tiebreakers, even if they lose to the Ravens. They're clearly the favorite. I think if I was a 49ers fan, I want to lock up the one seed, number one, which should happen. And then number two, I just want to stay as healthy as possible for once. Um, yeah. That would be my main objective because Dallas just not saying team in the world can get bullied, and this Philly team has has too many holes right now. Yeah, to me, this Ravens game this week, which is you know probably a top five or six game of the year on paper coming into the week, you, you would say they win that, they get the Commanders the following week, which I, it would be a little bit of a letdown spot, I think. But they're so much better than them. The commanders might be doing one, two, three, Cancun. You know, paddle boat Ron's done. They could have it locked up by the Rams game, and it'd be interesting. Like to me, Trent wouldn't play. Bosa probably wouldn't play, and he would probably yank a lot of those guys out early. So they would be. You know, it's crazy because that three-game losing streak, the Eagles hadn't lost yet. It was like God. You're just you're just gonna be probably like a two or a three seed. And the way it's all played out, it's all kind of come back to earth. I think the underrated part about Philly right now is that, you know, the defensive coordinator, I watched the Sirianni press conference, he's just getting peppered. And, and rightfully so. It's it's a big story. But Patricia was fine. I mean, beside the one drive. You score 17 points against fucking Seattle. I mean, yep. that's... You, 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 it, Goddard was healthy. The two receivers are healthy. Swift's lying around. Your quarterback 
I know you're missing a guard, but Jesus, like that to me, that's the problem. Their offense is just too average right now for how much talent they have. Yep. Yeah, no, the league is adjusted to what Philly was doing last year uh, with that Hurts read option. Their running game has taken a step back. They've changed like how they're running the ball. Their playbook isn't as complex. The play no. calling isn't as good. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's both sides of the ball. Um, and they were getting you can't, away. You can't it. you can't throw a wide receiver screen with the 165 pound being guy lead blocking. I mean, I, I like Devontae Smith a lot. That, that that's just like what are you doing? I mean, that's yep. that's a terrible play. My mom could be like, yeah, it's probably not going to work. You know, the Eagles, the only thing they have working in their favor, and we'll see what they do, is that, you know, they have the Giants twice, they have the Cardinals, they have a chance to just get healthier, and then, you know, now they're kind of under the radar. They could, Can they take a month to figure some things out? Um, so we'll see. Uh, and they get, they get the rest up. It's been a brutal stretch for them. But, yeah, I see too many holes for them, to, for me to consider them a legit real Super Bowl threat as of this moment, which certainly could change. And yeah, that that it's interesting with the 49ers. If they have everything locked up, the Rams, that could really help the Rams get in the playoffs for week 18. So that's that's certainly something to watch. Uh so we'll see how all that plays out. So many teams should be a crazy finish in the NFL from a playoff perspective. Not counting the Eagles or Cowboys as the five seed because they would be a heavy favorite in that first round game. But if you look at the other it'd be I guess five wild card teams. Wouldn't you say that, I guess if the Bills or Dolphins were a wildcard team, that they would be viewed as pretty damn good, too, and potentially favored in that first round? But to me, the Browns and the Rams are just two teams that wildcard weekend, I think are going to take some money. You know, I mean, just be, obviously the way the Browns play defense, though, it's not. It's good on the road. Uh, they're just a tough out. And obviously the Rams, you know, have a head coach who's knows what the fuck he's doing and a quarterback who can go toe-to-toe. I've already kind of can envision this coming can you see Stafford going into Detroit in the 3-6 game and beating them? <laughs> that would suck. I'd feel that bad would, for yeah. Lions fans. That would be must-see TV. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's kind of what I'm rooting for. Yeah, the Rams will be a, especially in a game against, you know, a bad Detroit defense, which would, that, that game would probably just turn into like a shootout. Who has the ball yeah. last? Yeah, they'll certainly, uh, you know, I would rather have them in it than you know another nfc south team oh um, please so yeah the vikings just they, they just don't have a quarterback so yeah i'm rooting for the just for the entertainment perspective the rams get in and yeah the browns with that defense joe flacco very experienced in the playoffs um yeah i think that those two teams would be like we don't need the steelers in um and and there's certain teams that i just don't really want to see in so yeah i think those two teams would certainly be interesting underdogs in the first round okay let's dive in uh to the weekend slate we got we're recording this on wednesday so we got thursday night saints at the rams i i hope i'm just hope the saints lose i'm, I'm cool with tampa getting in then we got a couple games saturday i guess let's start there saturday night brandon staley is no longer in our lives uh but the Chargers are an eleven and a half point underdog. They have a backup quarterback who clearly, you know, looked a little overwhelmed. Uh, they, they've had a longer rest. The Bills are coming off two pretty emotional games. The cross country flight, though, it's easier to me to fly west in terms of your body clock. Chargers plus eleven and a half. <laughs> Tell me why you like Dean Spanos' team. Yeah, this is. I mean, historically, you get a little bit of a bump um, when you have an interim coach the next week 
and teams have overperformed a bit. Part of that is, and I think it, you always want to look at these in a one-off scenario, but I think it's even more so a positive when it appears that the team has quit on the coach. And that was the case last week. Yeah, you know, They give up 60-plus points to Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders, and I'm sitting there and I'm saying, man, if, if they if they fire Staley and the Bills win, I'm going to have to bet them next week because it looks like they quit. They're still professionals. They're playing for their job. So there's a really good chance that just like the locker room rallies, you have a chance to ruin the Bills season. It's the NFL. Teams are never as bad as they look or never as good as they look. You also can change some things up, right? You get a new coach in there. Staley's like a really stubborn guy. So you, you have the, you know, you have the other coaches come to you, the players and say, Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But what it does lead to is a little element of surprise that the other team doesn't have on film and you can throw some different things out there. And as you mentioned at this spot just has everything. You have a little interim coach bump. You are on an extended rest, which means more late in the season bills on a short week after what three big games actually i mean they played philly the chiefs uh and the cowboys and now you go across country on a short week and you know i this bills team i i'm i've just been in flow with them all year was betting them early in the year faded them for six straight weeks jumped back on after everyone jumped off now everyone's jumping back on um and i think it's probably the wrong time to buy their stock it's just a brutal situational spot I'm not going to sit here and wax poetic about this Chargers team, uh, but I do think you get their best effort. It's a home, it's a you know double-digit home underdog in the NFL, which over the past 20 years are 73, 53, and one against the spread. But here's some other just to kind of contextualize buy, buying low on these teams that no one wants to bet after they look so bad. And while it's usually not the case, they're not as bad as they look. Teams that lost by 35 or more points. The previous week have gone 75, 44, and 6 against the spread over the past 20 years. That's 63% covering by two and a half points per game. When underdogs in that situation, 58, 29, and 5, that's 67%. 17 and 3 against the spread, 85% when getting more than 10 points after losing by 35 plus covering by almost 10 points per game on average, including 16-1 and one after the month of September. And then teams who have allowed 50-plus points the previous game in a loss, 65% against the spread over the past 20 years. Saw that earlier this season with the Broncos after they gave up 70, uh, went on the road and covered in Chicago. So, yeah, I like this Bills team. I have a future on them to win the Super Bowl. I hope they make the playoffs. I just think this is the spot to fade them. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if just like this gets NFL weird, given the situation, assuming that the Chargers, you know, show up here and this is like a close game that no one expects in the fourth quarter. You know, following you on uh, the, the old X app, is it safe to say that you, I mean, and I know talking to you, obviously, I think everyone agrees Shane Steichen's a really good coach, but you don't think Indy's very good? <laughs> yeah. And that, and I don't know where you stand. Like I completely agree with Tom Brady and the moment Casey knocked him out, like these quarterbacks just throw fucking balls out of their ass. And then the guy gets in trouble. It's like that throw was, it's one thing if you hit the the guy in stride. Yeah. I mean, he's, he threw the guy in Casey was trying to take him out just at his, at like his hip. And the guy had to dive. It's like, what the fuck does the quarterback not bear any responsibility? Yeah, ridiculous. Like, I get if you want to throw the flag because 
you just it's live and it looked bad and they're trying to so i i assume the flag was coming you know i remember when these they first started doing this i would throw up my hands i played you know defense my whole life now i just know already assume the flag's coming but to eject him and then suspend him for the season suspended for the season no pay ridiculous i i mean what, what's he supposed to do that i mean the, the only other option there is just to let him get the first down so like i i don't know um i agree with you it was ridiculous shane steichen's done a tremendous job um the eagles really miss him but i mean look this team since october 1st they have five losses to the rams jags browns with pj walker saints and bengals with browning so you know all teams that are in the playoff mix with a couple of backups in there there's six wins the titans twice the panthers the patriots in london the bucks and the steelers in those games 13 to 5 turnover margin against three quarterbacks in those six games who have now been benched they were outplayed and outgained in four of those six they're five and two in one possession games they have the second most takeaways in the league Gardner Minshew has been extremely fortunate I mean this he's 14 touchdowns eight interceptions I believe per PFF he has about 10 big time throws I think 22 turnover worthy plays he's getting he's has some turnovers coming his way and the Falcons are on the other end of the spectrum I'm not a fan of this team but they've played better at home they last week they lost to the Panthers it was in a uh, just an unplayable game unplayable what, what, what would I if you knew you had to miss the entire slate of games what would I have to pay you someone asked me to attend that game in the rainstorm those two teams yeah, I, I fly I, you there you know it's like you're not there so you got to get there you got to go to the game how much money would you need yeah it's funny I last week I tweeted this out that you would have to pay me um thousands of dollars so someone said how much so I, you can stream red zone now in the NFL stadiums. You used to not, or at least on YouTube TV, you still not not be able to do that. So I could keep an eye on. But the, you, you, the other thing but, is, you got to be out. You're not in the suite or anything. You're outside. Yeah, you got to sit out on. Um, I, you know, it's an NFL Sunday. There's other games going on. I value my Sundays. This, this, I, I this say, is your job. You know, I mean. Uh, yeah, I would say, I would take. If you gave me like twenty five hundred. I would sit in there. Damn, I said 25K. 25K? 25, because I got to fly there. I got to miss. I mean, I, I do podcasts. Oh, right yeah. No, you're right. Games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is. Did life interruption, too. Yeah. I, I, I'll I, say it, I'll say 10 grand. If you give me 10 grand, I didn't even consider the life interruption. Oh, it's not as bad as for me. I'm kind of closer. Yeah, um, it's a long flight. Now, and I also said brown bag, right? So I'm, I'm this isn't like a 1099 check, right? This is yeah. a. This is like I'm buying a recruit at Mississippi State. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yeah. That's that's a good point. I, I just figured like if I'm in the stadium at a bar and then you told me to go in there, um, yeah, yeah, no, the life interruption. Yeah, I watched some of that game. It was fucking. That, that, that's as bad as it gets. It does not get any worse. I, I think. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about. Uh, yeah, I'll put out my price if anyone wants to do it this weekend. My price for now this weekend it's like Christmas, so my price will probably be. Well, I'm going to be in Philly for Christmas, so I'll take 20k if someone wants to pay me to with it. You have to get the ticket too. If someone wants to pay me to go watch Jets Commanders, um, oh my God. 
on Sunday. 20K. So you got to give me 20K cash and a ticket. And uh, I'll go up there on Christmas Eve. Where's that game? MetLife? It, yeah, in MetLife. I'll, I'll be like an hour and a half from there. So I, I, Cold, wet, just ugh, gross. Meaningless. Um, I, I think it might be like Simeon. I don't even know. Washington might change quarterbacks. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel about this week about that game. But yeah, that game was awful last week. But the Falcons were missing their two best offensive linemen in that game. They were missing their best defensive tackle. They had a ton of injuries in that game. And it was just unplayable conditions. The Colts have just, they beat nobody. They've been really fortunate. By the way, Michael Pittman concussion, Taylor and Moss still questionable, as is Braden Smith. Their defense just isn't very good. Their D-line is good. Kenny Moore is an elite slot. But other than that, their secondary in particular is really poor. So I like the move to Taylor Heineke here, who can actually throw it downfield and, you know, won't just, here's the game, like Ritter does every week. And Ritter's been so bad, yet, you know, the Falcons, they're two and five over their past seven games. One in five in games decided by five or less. Their losses were by five, three on a last second touchdown, two on a last second field goal, four on a last second touchdown, and two on a last second field goal. I mean, this team, five losses over the past two months by a combined 16 points, four in the final seconds. And a lot of that's because Ritter just decides to give games away. So I think this is a good spot to buy the Falcons. Everyone's written them off. I'm not an Arthur Smith guy. I think he might end up being fired, even though he kind of got a vote of confidence. But uh, I just think this this Colts team, I, lo- I love Steichen, but they're just not very good. And if you don't have Pittman, your backs, you might be without your right tackle. And I think the Falcons should get all their linemen back this week. They were really close to playing last week. They've looked a lot better at home. Uh, I like the Falcons here. To me, if he gets fired, they'd have a team like someone on that team that has a lot of talent would be available this offseason. You know, trying to reset one of those offensive skill guys, it'd probably be Pitts, I, I would guess. Yeah. But you y- you never know. That team would be fascinating for the good GMs to kind of circle them <laughs> because a new GM and a new head coach would probably try to blow it up. <clears throat> to me, that, that pick he threw, scrambling to the left, is just. I, Listen, I, I've kind of always liked freshman Arthur college. Smith. That's that kind of throw. Like, he he obviously was a really good coordinator for Vrabel, but like I, I can't believe for the life of me that like he would he had nothing to do with you're going into the season and Ritter is the guy that you're cool with. Like that that was that was insane. Not even trying to get anyone else. You know, it's yeah. just that that was crazy to me. And everyone knew. Uh like it's like even the most casual fans were like, What are, what are you doing here? So, you know, I, I was like, all right, I'm really curious to watch for it early. Maybe they, you know. You know something we don't. Yeah, and saw something, and there's going to be this big second-year leap. And now it was everything that uh, everyone pretty much anticipated. Uh, but I will say the Falcons, they've been super, super unlucky in these close games. Um, and, I mean, they've had a lot of games where they've outgained teams by 200 yards. Part of that is on the coaching. Um, and they've lost, and they they continue to lose. I mean, the Bucks game the other week, they you know miss a wide open touchdown. Baker goes down the field, scores in the final thirty seconds. Then they somehow get it down to the two, and the game ends. Um, you know, and, and their kicker. I mean, they, so many things have gone wrong for the Falcons this year, and everything's gone right for the for the Colts. Um, and they really haven't beat anybody. I mean, that's the thing is that if you look back over the past two months, it's been you know anyone with a pulse. They've pretty much lost to. I mean, even the Patriots could have beat them in London. Um, the Panthers game, they get two pick sixes. 
the Titans, they win in overtime because, you know, the Titans punter gets hurt pretty much. Um, so, you know, you have the Steelers last week with you know, three turnovers and, and just a, a horribly messy game. So I think this is the perfect time to sell the Colts. Before we get into the night game, do you think in one of these two games, we talk about it a lot, divisional games get weird, especially good team versus bad team. Is there any chance the Giants win one of these two games? Yeah, I think they're pro- they're more likely to do it at home, um, and it'll like that'll be their Super Bowl because you'll get no matter what this week, and you'll get the Eagles' uh, best. Effort. They have no ch- they have no choice. Right, yeah, so you'll get their best effort just from like a we've lost you know multiple games in a row. We're at home now um, on Christmas. The crowd will be great, and then they can win that game with the crowd. And their D line, like just the noise and then the pressure that they'll get. So Devito will get, like he's going to get sacked like eight times probably in this game. Um, so yeah, but the the way that the Eagles play, like Giants Eagles games have gotten, the Eagles have played very well against this Giants team. They've the dominated year, them, but um, so I would be shocked if the Giants won this one. Um, but if they come out flat, like just think the way that things are have been going, it could get. A little weird, but uh, I, I would I would say that the game in New York has a better chance of being an upset that could cost the Eagles a division. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well... I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. 
With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, night game. Ravens five and a half. Obviously, the Niners look fucking dominant, even when they're kind of going through the motions at moments, which they have the last couple weeks. You know, the Ravens look solid, but that that running back injury is pretty devastating. A lot of MVP buzz coming into this game. I mean, Lamar throws three or four touchdowns and Ravens win. I mean, he's going to fucking throw his hat right in the ring. To me, the Niners win by 10-plus. Purdy's throwing three or four touchdowns. You could argue it would just be a wrap, like you said. I mean, the quarterback usually it usually comes from the top seed quarterback. Like, <laughs> this is usually how it works. Uh, thoughts on this game? Being a Ravens guy, I'm a Niner guy. Let's let's fucking talk it out. Yeah, I would say if Purdy wins – if the Niners just win this game, Purdy wins the MVP. Uh, McCaffrey, also, no shot. No. I just that voters just won't – but it's just a quarterback award now. Um, unless, like, McCaffrey – if McCaffrey set – I mean, it's ridiculous what McCaffrey's doing, too, if you look from a rushing and receiving perspective. But I think the only way a running back can win it is, like, they have to, in in today's day and age, number one, you have to be on the team that gets the bye. You'd have to set, like, the NFL single-season rushing record and then maybe the touchdown record on top. It's just such a quarterback award now um, that I think that if Purdy wins this weekend, he wins it. And I think if he loses, he still has a really good chance of winning it. But if they win this game – uh, you know, the only like Lamar could get back in there if because Allen had a shot if like they ran the table and he put up huge numbers, but like they just ran the ball 50 times last week, yeah. so that didn't help his case. Uh, eliminated Dak, the Dolphins guys are done. Um, so Lamar would have to throw up like four touchdowns here and then he gets the Dolphins for the one seed next week and then go nuts again. So, like, all these things have to happen for I think Purdy not to win it, but yeah, I like the Ravens plus five and a half here. Um, I, the injury to Mitchell does hurt, but I'm, I'm curious to see what the, you know, cause the Ravens number one rushing offense in the NFL, if you adjust 49ers are right up there as well, but the, the Ravens run D has been better and of late, especially because of these injuries that the 49ers are dealing with. So it's Wednesday, it's early. We don't know the injury report, but will Armstead and Hargrave play? I don't know, because last week they gave up eight yards per carry to the Cardinals, which would be, you know, and then you have Lamar Jackson, which would be a major path to success for the Ravens. Lenore, rib injury, he's such a big piece to this 49ers defense. Early in the season, this 49ers D, the past day in particular, had major, major issues. And one of the main um, culprits was Isaiah Oliver. Yeah. And you were able to get him out of the lineup. They made a really smart change, and they got Lenore in there, and he's been playing out of his mind. If he can't play, then you you know you're going back to you might go to Oliver, you might go to somebody else, and then your secondary I think is back to that unit that had some holes early in the season. So yeah, I think that there's a couple things in play here. I think that this is going to be a really a fantastic game, and I think that the 49ers are probably at the peak of their market. They're, I mean, look, they're, they're laying five and a half against the one seed in the AFC at home. 
but it's John Harbaugh as an underdog, as a Ravens fan and as a better. Um, you know, it's something that I almost always bet. They're just such a well-coached team. They're always so well. It doesn't even matter. The they, they, they fired his brother. They fired his brother. Yeah, fired his brother. They, they, But they always, this team will always be just so buttoned up for situations like this. It doesn't even matter who the quarterback is. I remember last year betting them plus seven when they went into Cincy with Huntley in the game. They, they should have won, should have beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals in the game, but they fumbled at the end. Yeah. But they still covered. For what it's worth, Harbaugh, 19 and four against the spread as an underdog since 2018. Lamar Jackson, who's, who's 19 and one straight up against the NFC, you'll see that stat a ton. Part of that is they, you know, they're just much better than a lot of NFC teams. They're not playing the 49ers every week, but there's also just an adjustment when they play, you know, when you see Lamar's speed at first. So that works in the Ravens' favor just early on in the game, and you got to adjust to the angles um, when you're not used to seeing him. But Lamar Jackson as an underdog or favorite of less than a field goal is 15 and one against the spread. Uh, but this team, you know, to look at the better defense, also big kicker edge here, the better special teams, um, and these injuries that San Fran is dealing with on the defensive end could end up making it a bit easier for the Ravens. Now, I do think that the Ravens defense is not going to shut down. The Ravens defense has been, you know, dominant all year. They face some beneficial, a lot of beneficial situations, backup quarterbacks, injuries on offensive lines, weather. This 49ers offense is just playing at a different level. I will say that they have one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. He changes up the looks every week. Maybe he, he can uh, confuse Purdy into a mistake or two. But I just think ultimately this game should be like, I mean, I make it three and a half. It's 49ers minus three and a half. Um, and I'll ride with Harbaugh as an underdog. You know, catching five and a half pretty much with anyone, anywhere, any place, any time. Um, so yeah, I just I just think this is too many points. I think it'll be a great game. I think the most likely result is 49ers by three. I mean, I mobile quarterbacks give most teams trouble, but I mean that that is, I would say, over the years somewhat of a kryptonite because the Niners, once they get a lead, can overwhelm a guy who can't really move. Yeah. And, you know, you, Kyler has given the Niners fits. You know, over the years, so just it's just hard when you get a guy that's that athletic, and you can't just your scheme is not guaranteed even when you get it right to do anything right because he can play outside. The other thing is obviously the Ravens have really good D tackles, right? So you know you're not just and then it's not like the Niners are rolling out Jason Kelsey and Larry Allen. So I, I would imagine running it up the middle with Roquan is going to be difficult, and then we Kyle doesn't mind he'll go to the edges, but if you just sell out on that. You know, if you can take away the, the only way to beat the 49ers, you have to stifle the run because that yep. fucks up their whole thing. Kyle wants to run it and he'll stick with it, unlike 99.9% of coaches in the modern day era. But, like, I, I would imagine they will just they'll treat Christian McCaffrey like Belichick treated Marshall Falk in the Super Bowl or whatever. Just take him out and that'll just kind of unravel him and just, hey, Purdy, let's be the MVP. Yep. And uh, that's where most of the teams the Niners have played this year. Beside the Browns that one game, just couldn't match their physicality. And just the Ravens and the Jags, it was like it was a heavyweight fighter against a lightweight, you know, because the Ravens like playing that physical style. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be – I hope the Ravens come to – you know, I know they'll come to play, but just play well because I would love to see the Niners in a big – a tight game. Like it's it's kind of boring sometimes and crazy to say, watching them just like cruise to wins. 
because if you're going to feel good, like they're the Super Bowl favorite for a reason. But like one of these playoff games is going to be tied going in the fourth quarter. Hell, maybe even down. Like, are they comfortable in that spot? Is the quarterback comfortable in that spot against a really good team? And I, I th- this is the Niners don't match see their equal often because teams just don't hit like them. Well, the Browns did, and the Ravens do. The Cowboys, in theory, should, but like as you saw on Sunday, they just they don't all the time. The Eagles definitely are not physical enough, right on on defense. And I, I think it's going to be, and like you said, coaching wise, is Mike McDon- McDonald right as the defensive coordinator? Yeah. The, 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 Har- the Harbaugh brothers have shared. Like, obviously, that guy's big time. And Todd yeah, Munkin no. has, been, has been good this year. <laughs> you know, I mean, fuck, it's, it's gone well. Yeah, no, McDonald's great. Uh, I think this is the, um, as of right now, you know, you always have to give a lot of respect um, to Mahomes. And Andy, yeah. And, you know, but they're just, there's, they just look a little off right now, but you know, once they're what, in, what, what can you get this matchup? Super Bowl odds? Have you have you looked? Ten to one. Let me look. Fifteen um, to one. And then I would say that you know the the one seed is also really important in the AFC. Um, and I'll, I'll pull it up right now. But the, the, the Ravens ha- the Ravens have the Dolphins the following week, right? Correct. Even if they lose this game, um, not the end of the world because that's in Baltimore. Correct. Then they pretty much are playing. Um, let's see exact result. Um, let's do name the finalists. Um, Ravens 49ers is five to one. That's the favorite. The next is Chiefs 49ers, uh, seven to one. Um, Ravens, Ravens Bills might be a little tasty. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, Niners Bills. Niners Bills. That's what I was going to say. The only, the other team. That I'm as a Ravens fan, I'm petrified of is the Bills. Bills Niners thirteen to one. Um, I don't mind that as a, as a little flyer. Um, Do you think the Bills are winning the division? Um, it comes wait. So they're one game. Now they're two. They they, they, the, they need they need to yeah. win the next two, and it's the Chargers and the Patriots, and yeah, the I Dolphins do. have the Cowboys and the Ravens yeah. the next two. So if they lose one of those games, Sunday Week 18 is for the division. Yeah, yeah, I do. Because uh, I think the Bills match up really well with them, um, and I think the Bills are going to beat them Week 18. So yeah, and I think I don't think that the Dolphins are sweeping Dallas and Baltimore. That'd be uh, one of the wildest eleven and six seasons we've seen since the seventeen game thing started. The Bills just went eleven and six. At one point in time, they felt like they were going to go six and fucking eleven. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, if they don't, then I feel bad for the two, yeah, or three seed that has to play them in the first. <laughs> Honestly, the the Browns and Bills would just be teams like fuck. That's a tough first rounder. You look across, like someone gets Seattle in the first round. A little bit, yeah. You're you're praying and hoping that the no disrespect to Jake Browning, but like the Bengals, the Steelers, the Colts, um, one of those teams can uh, and now Jamar's out. I mean, it's it, yeah, to me, the Bengals and their defense, it, it, honestly. Like, I'm on the DJ Reader's out for the year, he's like their best defensive <laughs> player. I, I think Tomlin, like, it's kind of time. I don't know how he could possibly – he loses with the, all the guys that are missing now. You can't beat him. And Jake Brown just runs circles around Trubisky, which he's clearly a better player. Like, what, what are we doing? I mean, what, what are we doing? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's the end for Tomlin. Although I will say one 
bonus bet for Saturday. Uh, I did bet the I did bet the Steelers. One last Tomlin hurrah spot. A lot of it has to do with the Bengals injuries. No yeah. chase. And then DJ Reader in the middle. That's just a, it's a massive loss. Sucks. The Steelers yeah. should be able to just run the ball here. And Browning, the expiration date is going to be up soon. Um, so, uh, yeah, I did bet the Steelers reluctantly, but on Saturday. I, for, I forget who was calling that game, but when he got hurt, whoever the analyst was, was like Lou told us in the meetings, he thought this guy was the best guy at doing his job in the NFL at stopping the run. Yeah. Like, and, and clearly he was. I mean, that's. You, know, you lose those guys, yeah. You just that's fucking. They they play a massive role because it's easier for your linebackers to just eat up tackles. Look at the look at the the Ravens. Yeah, you saw the Niners like they have elite linebackers. Yet you just you put me and you in there a D tackle. Like I'm sorry, Kinlaw's getting driven back seven yards either way. It's like it's easy to just get body in front of Fred Warner, or Drake Greenlaw, and you you slice and dice them. Yeah, not only can you stop the run, but then you know you're when you're. When you're rushing the passer, it's e- everything is easier. Yeah, you know, for coverage sure. is easier. So, uh, so I'll say, 49ers win by three. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I think this, I think this thing gets weird. <laughs> I, I, I think this is since the since the Browns, the first team that when the Niners, you know, I think the Niners are gonna fucking come into this like they did the Eagle game or the Cowboy game. But I, I think this team can match their physicality. And I, I fully expect it to be a close game headed in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and uh, I, I like the Niners. I mean, at home, but by no means like I, I don't. I wouldn't bet my life savings on it. <laughs> like I, th- I think you're taking the right tactic. I, I definitely would not take them minus you know five, six, five and a half, whatever the number ends up at. Would not feel comfortable. And the the one question with Brock, who I think, listen, the argument, he's fucking good. Yes. He's good. Is yeah. he a $500 million quarterback? We don't have to do that yet. Is he as good yeah. as Mahomes or Allen? No. Is he damn good? Yes. But, like, he has to prove, because he just hasn't been in the situation when he has, he hasn't got it done because they blow out everybody. What happens when he's down three with five minutes left and they're, you know, the Ravens take the lead 24 21, the Niners get, can he drive him right down against a real, you know, a big time team? He did it against, he did it against the Browns and Moody missed the kick. Yeah. And listen, I, I don't think he's not capable of it, but like part of it is you just have to do it. Yeah, you know? part of that's just getting experience. It, it's no that. different than Lamar. Like yeah. Lamar is has a lot to prove in January, right? Yeah. He's never played well. Like, should the Ravens win the AFC? Yeah, probably. But like, would you bet your life savings on it? How could you? It's not like you're betting on fucking Elway or Brady here. Now yeah. he he could be able to do it, no problem. He's clearly way better than he's ever been. It's like you watch him, you go, This is a high level elite player. But like, there comes a pressure. I used to be a huge Peyton Manning fan, like when in the early two thousands, and he was fucking awesome. And then you get there, and you're like, God, why does Peyton look so tight? <laughs> you know. So, and I don't expect Lamar to look tight, but it's part of you know, it's what makes great players legends. You got to yep. do it in the games when forty million people are watching, and it's win or go home. So I, I think, I think this is a great precursor for both these guys. You know, it's just. Whoever wins this, and, and like even honestly, if the Niners were to lose a close game or the Ravens lose a close game, I think it's going to be one of those you hold your head high. Now, if the Ravens were to lose by a lot, you know, let's say double digits, I think everyone would just say no one can beat this team. Yeah. Which I think most people kind of lean now, but I, I think that could easily change if if the Ravens go toe-to-toe with them and definitely beat them. You go, okay, they, they are beatable. I think if the Ravens win this game, then the – then I don't think the narrative will change around the 49ers in the, They're the heavy favorite in the NFC in the NFC. That won't change. 
people will take the, the Ravens a little more serious, but it'll be the, the conversation that'll be tabled until the Super Bowl, if the 49ers make it, that you'll hear about for two weeks is the AFC over NFC. So the AFC has been really good against the NFC this year. You saw the Bills against the Cowboys last week. Um, and then if the Ravens go into San Fran, that's the uh, the narrative that I think will switch. But yeah, if the 49ers win this game comfortably, then um, it's... I mean, what, what are we talking if they're in the Super Bowl? A seven-point favorite minimum? Yeah. Um, yeah. It could, yeah. Some some odds makers when's have the, that. When's the last time a line's been that big in the Super Bowl? It's been a while. I, yeah, I think back to like... I know page like the Patriots teams way uh you know 10 15 years ago maybe I think that I, I remember betting the Broncos against uh Cam Newton they were like 4 I think or the, the Falcons were 4 plus 4 and a half against the Patriots but yeah it's maybe the Doesn't Eagles against the Patriots with Foles maybe they were I don't know maybe 6 7 I don't know I got to go back and look but yeah that some odds makers right now um have because I have the Niners one, the Ravens two, my power ratings, but some odds makers I don't have it quite this high. Have the Niners five points better than um, five, five and a half points better than everyone else on a neutral field, which is crazy in the NFL to have one team that far. That's like a, a college, yeah. Thing. So, yeah, and if they win this game, then that that's only going to get bumped more if, if they win this comfortably and cover, if, if so. they, yeah, if they cut, if they cover for sure. So well, Stucky, have a have a good Christmas break. Enjoy uh, everybody in Philly. Uh, have a few cocktails and I- enjoy the games. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll be sure to fire off a few. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, go tweets Niners, to you baby. during the uh, Ravens Niners <laughs> game. Hopefully, it's a good one. Hopefully, the refs stay out of it. We don't get anyone th- uh, suspended or uh, for the year. Let or them hit. Out. Let them play. Yeah, uh, let them let that game play because I can't wait for it. Should be a good one. But uh, yeah, good luck, Merry Christmas, and uh, I'll see you next week. The volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at, at first, first listen. listen this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments correspondence and a new sound listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 